We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is the Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Sobriety, community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. All right, unspoken words episode 43 is in the house. The Jack Sigma <laughs> episode, yeah, whoever that is. <laughs> and Thanis Antetokounmpo, is he 43? Yeah. Don Giannis? No, he, oh. no, not Giannis, but his brother, oh. Tananis or whatever. Tananis. 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 Yes, sir. Yes, Thanos. sir. Yes, sir. The 22 Greek Freak 2.0. So, Thanasis, Ante Tecumpo, Chris Humphreys, and Anthony Tolliver. Mm, Chris Humphreys. I remember him. Yes. Yes, sir. All right. Kardashian Hold guy? up. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. Over here on my right, we got. Mr. Beaumont in the house, a.k.a. the geek from Arrow Creek, a.k.a. Cobra Kai Sensei, a.k.a. Shooter J.C. McGavin, a.k.a. AKA Go ahead. The Arrow Creek resident sensei. (laughs) A.k.a. your favorite Indian. Say what's up. What's up? All right. And over here to my left. JCRO Randy B in the place to be. Oh, oh, oh yeah. AKA, he ain't even trying to preach. AKA, the Algerian nightmare. AKA, Pod Gotti. AKA, what? I don't know. I'm missing one. You're missing one? I'm missing one. By frontal. And across the way from me, special guest joining us for this opening segment is Mr. Yakovich, a.k.a. Councilman Yakovich. How are you doing, sir? Man, I am so honored to be here with you three. I feel this is the highlight of my career. (laughs) The apex (laughs) of everything I've ever done in my whole life. A.K.A. Oh, Mr. Man. Southside. Hey. A.K.A. Uncle. Oh, yeah. Uncle. Hey. <laughs> and you are. Oh, me. You know me. Empty barrel in the house. <laughs> Mohug's not drugs. What are all oh, his AKAs? Street Chief Messiah. Babies in Pacifier. Straight out of prior. So you know he's on fire. You got that desire. <laughs> and he's not a liar And my rhymes never expire Always take your lighter <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Yeah. Mohug's not drugs himself Thank you Oh, thank you It's really good It's an honor to be here with you gentlemen <laughs> Thanks for having me on <laughs> So, Mr. Yakowicz Yes, yes Uh I know you kind of rounded us up, corralled us up in the CCR. Um, kind of want to talk about that. Sure. I know you got. Sure. I know you're itching to go. So yeah. Go. Well, hey, you know, I wish uh, people could be here at this circle. I, I see it as a sacred circle, a, a circle of uh, young men who have a awesome future, mm. who laid a good foundation 
and went through a lot of the struggles and, and really are inspiring me to be those who will lead, continue to lead our city, yes. our state, and who knows, nation. I really have a lot of hope and appreciation for all three of you. And look at you here with this podcast and just uh, growing by uh, so many leaps and bounds. Um, and so I, I, I just wanted to yeah, circle back to the uh, cross-community reconciliation. Yes, and, yes. Uh, I'm... I'm Hired by Global Peace Foundation. That's my work as a director here in Montana. Yep. And uh, got an idea that we took from uh, the East Coast about how to bring reconciliation uh, between, uh, when I was attending an event there with, uh, uh, between police and young people in New Jersey yeah. City. Came here to Montana, or, you know, been here in Montana. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, don't hold it against me. I'm from Butte. Okay. That's okay. Right. We're, oh, that explains a lot. That's exp- I know. Okay. <laughs> so we had, we had coffee together, Josiah and I, uh, boy, yeah. two years ago. Oh, and longer. I threw, well, three years three ago. Three years Okay. Ago. Yeah. And we broke bread about this idea. And, uh, I mean, he's, he's been really an inspiration to me as well with his initial work. I got to know him through the... Uh, MAP program here in Billings, uh, helping out with, helping out uh, in the inner city. Yep. So we uh, had this idea and we we launched it, brought groups, uh, native and non-native leaders together. Mm-hmm. Uh, had some great facilitators, Josiah Hugs and uh, Caitlin, Caitlin Hugs and Naomi McMurdy and Morgan Miller. Yeah. And uh, so that was the initial start of it. Yeah. So um, I don't want uh, you know. Then then we were able to get. Uh, through a pandemic, uh-huh. you guys were awesome. I mean, we met eight times, uh, sometimes by Zoom, yeah. sometimes by uh, face-to-face with social distancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, met at the uh, different locations, uh, first a Native American group with a non-Native American group, and mm-hmm. uh, brought in guest speakers like Aiden Benz, yeah. Kate, Kathy Littleleaf, yeah. uh, Jerome Hugs. Yeah. Great, great story about the Crow Drum. Yeah, and then we had uh, Kevin Coyster with the uh, Western Heritage Center. So the point was this: breaking down barriers, Ugh. understanding each other's culture, to be be able to um, address stigma, mm-hmm. and finding out that in many ways we have a very similar heart, a very similar experience, very similar, um, as one would say, we are from the same Creator. One family under yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Indivisible. With liberty and justice. <laughs> we try. We try. Yeah. yeah. Right, no, that's pretty cool. I mean, I was, I felt fortunate enough to be part of this. Um, and I just wanted to hear from JC and yeah. Randy about yeah. your guys' experience with the CCR over uh, 2020, coming into 2021, pandemic, all that. Yeah. And they're pointing at each other with their lips. No. <laughs> Blowing kisses. <laughs> Got to double up. <laughs> double up. <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. So um, I was kind of late to the party. I missed the first few meetings. But um, having talked to Josiah and he goes, hey, we're doing this thing. CCR, he gave me the rundown. He said, how'd you like to jump in? And then that's when we, I, we got in touch with you or you got in touch with me, actually. And said, hey, we'd like to have you. We'd love to have you. Come on yep. in. And then yep. so I, I, I believe I went to one. The first meeting I went to was uh, when it was an actual uh, physical meeting. Okay. Uh-huh. At um, what was that? That one down here. 
Walla Walla College. Walla Walla College. Oh, yeah. yeah. Walla yeah. Walla University. Oh, that was your first yeah. meeting? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh and then after that that's when we had to st- started doing the Zoom thing, but which was new to me. I mean, everything at that yeah. point was new to everybody. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, having to do that whole social distancing, but I'm glad I I'm just like Josiah said, I just feel so fortunate to have been invited to join that that circle mm-hmm. and see how um and I guess really just start working towards those goals that you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a good start. Um, I, I'm excited to see what happens from here on out. All right. But I just absolutely grateful. Thank you for allowing me to come in and uh, be a part of that. Yeah, you, well, you were awesome. I mean, I have to say <clears throat> one part, you, you, you all, and I mean it sincerely, touched my heart. I don't know how, how to better say it or touched my mind or my soul. But yeah. here's JC. Um, coming in and he's so profound i mean uh it's like uh, i tell his family jc's so profound they say what (laughs) (laughs) what i just said (laughs) (laughs) but he said uh we did that one part where we had uh objects and we shared each other's object you know sacred feather or uh uh you know different things people brought in a necklace for mom and that and jc like all of a sudden after we were doing that turned to me and turned to us and said you know guys there's two tables with white and native american objects on it but you know we're not so far apart the gap between these tables aren't so far apart Mm -hmm. that really uh really made uh impression on me jc yeah and well the and my thinking behind that was is that i went to i looked you know because we got to go around and look at what everybody else had brought and then write some notes by their um I guess object, uh, object artifact, yep. or whatever, yep. whatever yep. it was that they brought, something personal to them. <laughs> artifact, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, regalia, <laughs> garb, <laughs> traditional garb. These guys know how to push my buttons. I'll okay, tell you that right okay. Now. but look at your smile. <laughs> but anyway, so and I went around there and I was looking at all this stuff and I thought, man, I, you know, like the the camera. What was mm-hmm. it? Was it? Yeah. I remember taking, I took photography in high school. Oh, And yeah. I kn- learned how to develop, that's old school style. You need to develop the pictures. Right, right, right. And I remember doing that. And then, then just like all these things started coming to me. And I realized, you know, I can relate to everything that's here. Mm-hmm. And so how different can you be? Yeah. If, yeah. I, if, if I can relate something in my life to what you have brought to the table, literally, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then, you know, we're not that far apart. Yeah, that made a good, <coughs> great, great impression on me. Oh, yeah, for so. sure. No, that's a good point. And <clears throat> I, as you're talking, I was just like, yeah, very true, definitely. And, um, Randy, what was your, what's your, I mean, any kind of feedback just from CCR? No, no feedback. Mr. Yakowitz, what about, what do you think about no, Mr. Yakowitz? A, <laughs> a, man, a many, man of many words. <laughs> no, just kidding. It was good. I, <laughs> I was very honored. That's real good. <laughs> Felt real good. <laughs> Felt like that native one, uh, the longest yard. Remember? Oh yeah. Hey, whenever I throw it to you, you can. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Man, like one thing that I couldn't get out of my mind was like you had the. <clears throat> I, I knew like it was the right time at the right place. Hmm. First of all, I was honored that I was invited to be on this thing because that had been on my heart. But then you also, I think, like, one thing, one glaring thing to me that was, like, not only was it in a pandemic, but more so the whole issue with George Floyd. Mm -hmm. 
like that's one thing that I could not get out of my mind as we were meeting because this happened in the middle of our getting together. Yeah. The pandemic happens and then all this all these differences and it was like what better time than to get a group of people that don't look alike that come from different backgrounds and try to bridge the gap between the communities. Mm-hmm. And I believe that society, especially for a place like Billings, the place where we have often fell short is to pretend like there was no separation. Mm-hmm. To pretend that it's not really as bad as they say it is. Mm-hmm. To pretend that... It's something that we can continue to sweep under the rug, but we saw the whole George Floyd case sweep something across the nation saying that this is the time to deal with this. Mm. And I was so grateful to be a part of that group. And I remember some people that I looked up to were like, oh, be careful when you go through there. But I'm like, man, in my heart, I knew it was the right thing. Mm. Mm. Because there's beauty in diversity. There's beauty in you being white and us being native. It's not a difference. But to no longer ignore the difference Mm, mm. and be like, man, you're white, but you also have somewhere where you came from that impacted you. But just because you come in that shade of color doesn't mean that we ought to be enemies. Um, Or or just because we're native that we're less than, which has often been society's standard to look at Native Americans as less than. And, And like you think about it like, who knew that somebody like JC would be so profound mm. at his age? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's something that we probably wouldn't have even seen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So to be involved in a project where you're actually doing something to improve the community that you live in mm. was awesome to me. And I thank you like from the bottom of my heart because it, it, it had been something that I've been thinking about. It is something that's really near and dear to me. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it because I've been in Billings since 96, and there's always been that divide. Mm. But we've always pretended that it was never there. And for this community, cross-community reconciliation to come together at the time that it did, I believe that it was appointed. Mm. That it was the appointed time and it was the appointed season. Wow. Wow. You know? Well, thank you for saying that. That's... Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you know, Randy, this is the first this is the longest you've talked you've talked in a long time. Wow, wow. And, and you know what's amazing? He's just getting warmed up. Yeah. Uh, just you know, Randy, uh, I'm going to say you know when we do this event, right? And everybody would come in. Yeah. Um, it was such a joy because you never knew who's going to come back. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It was like, and, and, and I'm such a person, self-conscious, like, oh, Randy don't like me anymore, so he doesn't show up. <laughs> yeah. You know, but then Randy shows up. He usually came late, you know, the, the last one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. But, but when Randy came in the doors, like, this light shine, like, Wow. He's here, you know, <laughs> and I look around the room and people are happy, you know, happy that we all came back, right, oh, yeah, every yeah. month. But um, that was a reminder that um, when you would come in, it was like, all right, you know, really just glad that you felt, continued to feel part of this whole project. And, mm-hmm. But great sharing, yeah. Yeah. It was. It was like, like I said, I don't think, man, it, it's, that's one thing that I thought about, though. Was like, man, like, who? what better time than to get something together? For sure. You know? And, yeah. and 
man, it just strengthened this friendship. So really thankful, man. Really thankful. Yeah, definitely. Like with the CCR, uh, you know, just kind of um, incubated the unspoken words mm. and plant. You know, we're able to get together and get to rapping, and that's, that's how, how it happened. happened. Exactly. Yeah, well, I appreciate you. That could happen, right? Yeah, oh, yeah for sure. And I think, like, <clears throat> you know, JC, you know, just jumping right in. Um, when I told him about it, he's like, hell yeah, because like he was talking about what we were already discussing in our sessions. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, man, you want, it's already started, but you want to jump in? He was like, yeah, let's do this. Um, I don't know if I volunteered him on that one, but I was just like, I want you, you to be part of it. usually how it goes. I didn't know that you came late. Yeah, I missed oh, like, what about? Because yeah. I missed the initial meeting and then I came to the second one. Oh, okay. I had something that day. The one at the Walla Walla? Uh, not that initial meeting, but oh. the one, was it at? I think NADC. Yeah, NADC, NADC was the first one, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we had met at a- NADC, we... and then I showed up the following week. I was like, hey, I got to <clears> miss this one. You're like, all right, come next week. I'm like, yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I thought you were a part of that already. No, I No, he wasn't at, when we drew the map, he wasn't part of that part. I, was, I think that was the only one he missed. And Yeah, and then we just, he, me and Josiah went for a cruise, had some coffee, and I was just, Popping off, yeah. you know how I do. Yeah, and then he was. Then like, we all met for coffee. Yeah, yeah. and then he was like, "Yeah, let's. let's oh, I'll let's get you in this. here." Yep. It was snowing that time. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, um, Josiah, I uh, always appreciate you too because you've been really being a leader in our community oh, yeah. as well. And yeah. I, I mean, I always have a prayer that one day you'll be a city councilman yeah. and maybe mayor, chairman. Uh, who knows? Or City chairman. chairman. <laughs> but, you, you know, you really inspired me, too, about this idea of uh, generation, right? Um, yeah. When I asked you first to be part of this, yeah. you said, I want to do, and I, you, I mean, you could. Or you can paraphrase, go for I it. I can paraphrase. Okay, thank you. Thank yeah. you. You said uh, something like, you know, I'm thinking about seven generations from now. Yeah. And what I can do now will have an impact on seven generations from now. That mm-hmm. blew me away. Yeah, that really blew me. I don't if I'm saying the right word or not. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I was like, yeah, it was a no brainer. You know, I was just like, yeah, because for the unborn, you know, for seven generations down the line, they're going to benefit from it. And I was like, yes, yeah, so I'm going to be part of this. Sign me up. Let's go. OK, yeah. you're not going to get rid of me. <laughs> no, they're like when I asked Randy, I was like, hey, you want to be part of this and stuff? And like his responses right away was like, yeah, I was like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do with this? And I was like, well, let's go. Let's find out. You know? Because he's like, what action are we going to do? You know? And then I was like, I'm not too sure about, not clear about that, but <laughs> let's go. Come on. <clears throat> you know, so that was really cool yeah. to have that perspective from him. He's like, okay, that's cool, man. I want to, it sounds good, but what are we going to do? You know? Mm-hmm. And it was just that, you know, like, and we launched it, and then the George Floyd thing happened, and then we were able to, you know, at least come to the table with some other like-minded individuals that are non-native and have conversations. Yeah, yeah. And you guys challenged me too. I, you know, I was thinking of quitting the program halfway through it, mm-hmm. but uh, you spoke Josiah, you know, Caitlin, you know, Naomi, Morgan. I mean, they were all saying, "Don't give up. Let's keep going. Plow through this." I, I, yeah. I I'm. That's so amazing, right? Through the whole pandemic, and yeah. then and then building that friendship. Um, you know, I do feel like you are like my nephews, and, and meaning. Meaning, even knowing you when we first started to now, each of you have a new job or new job position. Oh yeah, right? sure. Yeah. And that's you know, it makes me proud of seeing 
it's a team, or or we could say we're a family, right? Yeah. I mean, and what JC said once, uh, which leads to phase two, our next CCR program. Yeah. JC was always there saying, Mike, this is this is good, but we need to do more with racial yeah. inequality and addressing stigma. And and I appreciate what you you're saying too, Randy, that you shared with Jerome, uh, shared with Josiah, is that <laughs> we need to, you know, imp- go to another level. Yeah. And I'm hoping with this next uh, uh, CCR, yeah, uh, we will be able to do that. Yeah, definitely want to talk about that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, what you got in mind? What's going to happen? There's going to be two more groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go for it. Yeah. Well, I know that they just opened the door. I have to leave soon. Okay. okay <laughs> <laughs> I want to stay all night with yeah. you guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, so phase two is. Um, Going to be now. First phase one, just that we had this incredible, able to help a little bit with the podcast, right? Yeah. Um, and then we had a documentary put out that we'll be getting out more to people about this, and all of you are interviewed on that, Randy and JC. And then we had um, a research paper that Walla mm-hmm. Walla is going to put together, and yeah. So, so a lot of a lot of good steps that have came out of this. And what someone told me, Naomi actually met with Morgan today. Yeah. And you know what they said? What? They said. Um, they're thinking of going out hiking. Morgan was thinking of going out hiking with Caitlin. Oh, nice. And Nomi couldn't because, you know, she's expecting. Yeah. But the bottom line she said to me, we're building friendship. Oh, yeah. And that was like, that's a home run, right? If we can do something like this and building friendships and yeah. understanding and, and creating more uh, bonds and community peace building. So the next phase is going to be launched next year. And we're going to get 12 facilitators. And I'm hoping that Randy and JC and Josiah will be like an elder of the facilitation. But we're going to have four groups. Yeah. We're going to have Native American, Black, Hispanic, and White groups. Fifteen in each group. Yeah. And over a period of a year, they're going to um, meet separately for about four months. Yep. And it's going to be managed. It may be proper, respectful. It'll be a, a meal during our conversation and leadership there to uh, guide the meeting and make it safe and trustworthy and and uh, open. Yeah. And then they're going to come together after four months and be able to, again, share culture, mm-hmm. share about historical trauma, be real, mm-hmm. go deep into what we face on the street or what others have faced. Yeah. And, and hopefully through all that, we will continue to build this reconciliation. Yeah. That, that we're reducing stigma and creating more optimism. And, and, and like you were saying earlier, Randy, that it's real. There's a lot of things out there that we need to work on, yeah. whether as elected official or as a community leader, and not put under the rug that we have uh, racial issues. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Can't be afraid of it. Yeah. But, but also, why you guys are important and why those or others are on there is that you have built a, a, uh, an opportunity for, to, for trust to happen both ways, right? Yeah. And respect that goes both ways. Mm-hmm. And I know, Josiah, I'm an optimist. Oh, for sure. But I believe that, that through this kind of project, who knows what can happen? Mm-hmm. Maybe five more podcasts will happen. Yeah. Or you guys will take, a, you know, t- we could take it to another level. Who, who knows what the participants will experience? And those who are, whether they be Native American or white or black or Hispanic, I mean, imagine them joining our group and, and having that light bulb turn on saying, hey, you know, people really understand me more there's empathy there yeah and they respect me mm-hmm. and it creates that self-esteem 
that we're striving for. Oh yeah. What do you think? Would that make sense? Yes. No, and I'm you know I'm I'm signed on till the wheels fall off, so I'm down to keep this going till CCR 5.0. All right. right. (laughs) And so by proxy, that means I am too. All right. (laughs) But I, you know, and you were talking about uh, um, trust and and all these other things, but I think another important term we could use is to heal. To heal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because there's, it's it's been traumatic, uh, I think, for a lot of Native peoples, especially here. I mean, I can't speak for anywhere else, but here in Billings, and so, I mean, in order to be better, you have to heal first. And I think mm. that's a good opportunity to yeah. to not only bridge that gap and build those friendships, but to heal, take that time to heal, heal those old wounds. So that way, you know, it's it's we're not carrying it around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, I've used the analogy before is like... If, you you want to get rid of cancer? You have to get rid of all of it, otherwise it comes back. Uh, mm. yeah. And so I think that's things need to be revealed in order to be healed. There you go. Yep. Uh, so that one was for free. That's a Friday night conference. Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, I want to take offering after this. Yeah. Well, well, and I appreciate what you just said, JC, because it's it's kind of like help me. You know, that's kind of where I'm at. I yeah. need I need help. That we could take it to this next level, and mm-hmm. I can't. We can't do it without you. And that building a bond and healing requires a team. Yeah, you know? yeah. That and it, 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 it takes a, a group effort and everybody supporting one another and everybody being willing to come to the table and being open and honest and willing mm-hmm. to to go there and then be able to come back out better people, uh, building those bridges, forming those bonds. And creating those friendships. Yeah, yeah. But I, I uh, hope that uh, I, I could give you my email if yeah. anybody wanted to yeah, yeah. later. Or, but, you um, just want to say it? Yeah, I'll say it. So, so it's mjakowicz at globalpeace.org. Right on. M-Y-A-K-A-W-I-C-H at globalpeace.org. And if anybody's interested, they can get a hold of me. Yeah, and uh, we're just uh, looking for uh, various leadership in the community. Mm-hmm. We can put uh, that in the show notes at the end too, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. So I'm. I'm. Uh, I know it's my time to go. <laughs> hey, hey, I want to stay. No Indian time here. Okay. <laughs> but no. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I don't know. I just threw that out there. Sounded appropriate in my head. It, it, it's all Indian time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? La da da da. Oh, just like yeah, just what what kind of message you got out there for anybody that's listening? Um, for as when it comes to like racial issues or you know just kind of yeah yeah. Well, well, as you know, my wife is Japanese and yep. my daughter in laws are Korean, and it's like a whole mixture of. Uh, I'm I'm the only white guy in the family. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but you know I, I guess on one hand it's it's really just uh, being out in the community. I mean, I mean what I mean by is making the time to talk with people, right? Mm. I mean like making the time to like I'd bring my family to Crow Fair, all right. and it was so cool. All my all my friends from Crow would say, "Hey, Mike, I didn't know you adopt a bunch of Indian kids." <laughs> I said because my kids look uh, uh, you know 
a little bit crow. Yeah. Uh, but but the point is, we went there, right? Mm-hmm. We go to we go to uh, plenty coup days. We mm-hmm. we go out and uh, I, I go to uh, prior all the time, and I see your mom. Yeah. Your mom, I love your mom. You know, mm-hmm. shout out to Mrs. Hugs, Josiah Hugs' mom. What a wonderful lady! She wrote me a letter, and yeah. and I treasure that in my museum. Uh, she, just anyway, so going out and visiting <laughs> and talking with people is part of that. Not being afraid. Yeah. Not being afraid and making that effort to to, to uh, associate and touch base with or go to the Rocky Mountain Tribal Leaders Council. Yeah. Office or the Native American Development Corporation office, or or um, maybe some people going to a black church or yeah. a Hispanic church. But that that to me is a lot that I resonate in is that to being able to just take that step out there, yeah, and meeting with people. The other the other is um, seeking, I guess you would say seeking forgiveness or or seeking understanding, mm. because I know I think Josiah, you gave me an Indian name. Man who puts his foot in his mouth. Hey, hey. hey. but you, you know put, something. You gave that to yourself. Oh, I did. <laughs> okay, but but you know, it's a matter of um, uh, bearing with, seeking for people to bear with you as well. Yeah. And when we can do that, yeah. I mean, meeting you all, I'm meeting you and getting to know you. It's really like you're my nephews. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, we're connected in that way. So that would be part of it, and, and we have to overlook sometimes that. Not everybody is in a situation, and not to what do you would you call it, stigmatize people. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, those are just a couple. No, that's good. I like that. You know, especially that embracing the awkward. Yeah, is something that I've kind of been adopting. You know, uh-huh. so that's a good one. You know, just to like go and talk to someone that you don't even know. You know, and just like start spark up a conversation. As for their birthday, yeah, yeah, and you what? came to the Elks Lodge too, and. When's uh, your birthday? Spoke there. Yeah. Hey, what's your cool. birthday? Cool. <laughs> well, hey, I'm, I'm really grateful. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. For Thank you, Uncle. Me to be in this sacred circle. Yeah. I, I'm, I'll be praying for you guys to be continue to be successful. Yes. Reach Thank out you. to all parts of the world. Yep. And whatever I can do for you, let me know. Oh yeah, and that was that was funny. We're gonna have to have you back definitely. Oh, yeah. Thank yes. you for a longer conversation about this, that, and the other. Okay. For Thank sure. You. Yep. Yes, sir. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you, Uncle, for coming in, and we'll see you next time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. He gone. And with that, you know, I just wanted to say I appreciate Mr. Yakovich. He's my adopted uncle. Um, and just appreciate him taking time out of his busy schedule, coming over here. And like he said, we'll have his email in the link if you guys would like to get a hold of him. Um, to see if we could bring the CCR to your area, or if you're here in Mont- Bellings, Montana area, you want to come and be part of the phase two in 2022, hit him up. That's a lot of twos. I know. Me too. He's me got a too. lot of energy, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got that the energy. Great. That was great. It was good. It was good. We're definitely having back to just talk about something. But anyway, uh, if you're queued up, DJ, why don't you hit me with that B? Ayo, let's get into our topic. Ayo, let's get into our topic. Baby, baby. Baby, baby. Been around the world and I, yeah, yeah. I've been player hated. I don't know when, I don't know why. 
Why they want us faded? Okay, anyway. Baby, baby, baby. <laughs> baby, baby, that? baby. That's notorious. Oh. Been around the world and I, I, I. That's my favorite thing. I call baby. people. I call people and be like, hey, dog, baby, baby. <laughs> baby, baby. So tonight we are going to talk about King Baby Syndrome. And um, I got an article here from the Rehab for Addiction. They're based out of uh, the UK. So it's a pretty good article. It breaks it down pretty pretty in a good way. So I'm going to read it and then we're going to talk about it. So here we go. Um, how does someone with King Baby Syndrome think and act? Someone with King Baby Syndrome thinks of themselves as the center of the universe. They are kings in the sense that they are narcissistic and boss uh, others around. They are also babies in the sense that they long to for immediate gratification. An infant or toddler can expect others to meet their needs quickly. A baby expects instant gratification. If a man or woman has king baby or queen baby syndrome, they then they see others the way a toddler sees their parents. It is what they want that matters. They expect their wants to be taken care of right away without effort. A person with king baby syndrome can be both bossy and weak because of their childlike attitude. A person with king baby syndrome will also act strong while feeling weak and depend on validation of others. They may depend on others in all sorts of ways, but do everything they can to appear self-reliant. Just as a toddler can be see a small misfortune as a terrible catastrophe, so can an adult with an immature personality. So thoughts on that initial opening, gentlemen. Uh, catastrophe? Catastrophe, yeah, sorry. Anyway. Oh, and man. you read just that first paragraph? Yeah, yeah, just that first section. That first section. Okay. But, um, man, where do I begin? I can absolutely relate to, except for I don't think like the narcissistic part, because I you know later on in the article it goes into the difference between narcissism and King, King Baby. Baby. Yep. And so, I mean, um, but I could also, I mean, like one of the first things that really jumped out at me is, um, it, the instant gratification yep. because th- that's kind of what I lived by for a long time yeah, and not getting what I wanted, wanted when I wanted it or how I wanted it even yeah. like if it didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen, <laughs> yeah. then, then, it, then like it says, you know, it's a big catastrophe. It's like, Oh man, you know, the, the sky is falling. Mm-hmm. And so I can definitely relate to that. Um, shoot. I'm trying to scroll through here and, talk at the same time but anyway so i can definitely relate to that oh and then um the other thing too is like trying to appear self-reliant but at the same time uh needing the validation of others yep so that too kind of hit home with me too yeah because i was so wrapped up in what other people thought of me and that's how i uh got my self-worth Mm. Almost because mm-hmm. my my sen- my sense of self was so negative that um, I had to look to other people like like almost like uh, people pleasing or um, I don't know what the term would be, but you know I, I look for my validation in other people, and yet it was such a paradox because 
I'm looking for positive validation from other people. And yet when I got it, my expectations in my mind were so, we talked about this before. I remember yeah. my, my expectations in my mind were so high for myself and I was so hard on myself. Then I just rejected it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like this weird paradox and it kind of, it, it really messed me up. I mean, mm. thinking back now and, and realizing what it was is kind of like, wow, man, I it was, I was going all kinds of directions. Vicious psycho. Yep. Vish. Very vish. Straight vish. No, I kind of... <laughs> I mean, I, I think I see myself in that definition. Mm-hmm. Um, things that I'm trying to break now. Oof. You know? Yep. That are like by, being bossy without trying to be like... Just all kinds of negative stuff, you know what I mean? You're like, damn, I'm, there's really a term for me. <laughs> but I think, like, man, that, that's so crazy because it's those types of characteristics that lead to drug use. Mm, mm, mm. Yep. You know? Like, yep. that's one thing that stuck out to me in his article was, like, because you, you're... I don't know why, but these types of characteristics do lead to drug use, and I wonder why, like... Being on, on meth and, and whatever else drug I could get a hand on, whether it be acid or, or whatever I could, just to be in an altered state of mind, yeah. was because I was in my own universe. In my mm. own head, I was the center, you know? Uh, yeah. Thinking, you know, like, it all surra- like everything surrounded me. Yeah. And then you grow up and you grow out of that and you're like, man, like, nothing even concerns <laughs> I'm not as big of a deal as I think I am. Yeah. And that's yeah. humbling. Like, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, they didn't do that because of me. Like, they probably didn't even think of me while they were doing that, you know? Yep. yep. And it's humbling. Like, now that I look back at it, I'm like, damn. Like, but these are, like, characteristics that, I guess, like, in today's age, like, I'm trying to change. Like, I want to change. I'm like, oh, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, because you spot them, but I think, like, on a bright side, I'm like, okay, like, there's growth there because these are things that I probably would never even seen in myself. So rather than lash out or respond negatively, I can be like, okay, like, this is something that I have to work through. Mm-hmm. Let me just be patient. Like, everything doesn't revolve around me. Mm-hmm. And that really makes me become humble. Yeah. Like, you know, like, whereas... I would probably would have. I probably would have pushed it into being a problem. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. I would have pushed it into being a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but then you realize, like, no, it's probably not even concerning me. (laughs) A, B, C, D could happen, and then you know what I mean. Yeah. And whereas previously, I'm like, no, this A, this is it. Boom, push it into a problem where there was no problem. True. And then I would have to go and apologize. You know what I yeah. mean? Which I'm sorry like, I blew that out of proportion. Yeah, I blew that out of proportion. I'm so sorry. No. And then that's like... Just take me back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. Though? Like, no, I feel you. No, because like... I know for me, man, like I like both of you guys said it. I'm just going to echo what you guys said. It was like I seen myself in this first kind of uh, explanation, in this first tidbit part. I was just like, wow. Yeah, I did all that. I mean, that was me. You know, I... And then, like, other people, the way they were acting around me, I thought it all had to do with me, you know? Yeah. Exactly, like, what you guys are saying. And then, like, my validation. So then, like, 
if someone was acting some certain way, I never thought of like, well, maybe they they just got cussed out by their parents, or maybe you know their spouse just left them. Uh, I never thought of that. I was just like, oh, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? How come? Oh, how come they're acting like this? Uh, and I was just like, but it never occurred to me to think of, oh, they might be going through something too. <laughs> they got their own life. They got their own life. <laughs> they're probably not even thinking about me. You know, like that yeah. kind of stuff. And I was just like, wow, yep. I I was I was King Baby, King Baby drama, King Baby drama King Baby. That was me. Is that your nickname? <laughs> drama King. Is that they called you on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> drama setter. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, and I was thinking about that uh, last night too. But I still do that. I kind of like he reminded me of one of my thoughts that I had last night was like. There'd be times when I'll just say I walk into a room and then people looking at me and I'm like, oh, man, they're thinking something bad. Yeah. Or, you know, these guys are over here whispering. They're talking about me. They're probably cutting me down. They're probably saying stuff about me. Oh, they don't want to be around me. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then I go, whoa, 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 wait, stop, stop, stop. Because um, <laughs> I remember one time I was telling, uh, I heard somebody telling uh, another person, well, you know, I think that I think the cops are looking for me, and I think they got planes after me, and blah, 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 and they got <laughs> stakeouts and all this and that. And then the, the other person said, "Well, I doubt it because I don't think you're that important." <laughs> <laughs> and I, that, that's kind of that's kind of how I I think about it yeah, now. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, they're probably not. Maybe they're, you know, um, it's got some private information that, like, yeah, this is my password to my. Oh yeah. And but no, in my mind, they're thinking, "Oh my God, here comes that guy." Yeah, but so I still I still get like that. I mean, I still oh, and I try not to be that way, but you know, and I have to talk myself out of it. But yeah. like Brandy hit the nail on the head. I push myself into that into that negativity oh, sometimes. Yeah. yeah, that's where you know, like we dwell on that. We let it marinate, and we just entertain it. So it's stopping that in that time before it becomes you know like a problem. Is what I'm working on because yeah. yeah. Both of you guys said, man, this, hap- this is happening right now because King Baby is for real, man. Um, so the <laughs> next section is King Baby Syndrome. And oh, wait, no, 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 hold up. I missed one. Uh, why does King Baby Syndrome lead to drug use? King Baby Syndrome is not a personality problem that one ends up with as a result of drugs. Instead, it is a set of personality issues that lead to drug taking in the future. The syndrome appears before any drug experience. Taking a drug is more or less a childish act. It gives a person instant gratification. It is a way of experiencing pleasure without effort. A person with King Baby Syndrome can quickly get involved or get into alcohol and drugs because they desire instant gratification. People with King Baby Syndrome also hate authority figures and hate rules. Woo! I'll get that to you guys first. (laughs) Um... I, I think one thing that, because uh, I could talk about instant gratification, but I won't beat that horse. Um, one thing that I think of when I when I read that part too is that it also gave me a, a sense of control. So, mm. like, it, it, I can control my mood with mood altering drugs, right? Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So, like, if if I'm feeling down, hey, what's the what's the remedy for that? Drink some vodka. Then I feel Slime good. Slime a pint. Then uh, I feel good again. Yeah. Or you know, um, 
if if I if I'm feeling angry, then you know how do I lighten my mood? Oh, drink some vodka, then I'm happy again. You know. Yeah. But you psych out. Yeah, but but it, yeah, there, and then there's that word again, paradox. You know, you drink to feel good and end up feeling like, you know, that's, that's always like when I drink. Sorry, go I mean, ahead, go, go, off, but I was saying like whatever mood I was in, yeah, was amplified when I drank. Yep. So if I was happy, it was like I was a happy drunk. But if I was angry when I started drinking, then I'd probably most end up getting rowdy. Drama out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like looking for a problem. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like how we used to think? Yeah, I used crazy. to think that way. Like Yeah, and like I remember times, like a lot of times, <laughs> I just started drinking because I was upset so I would feel better. And, like, kind of what you said, I just, like, drama out and cause a bunch more heartache that I had to wake up to the next day <laughs> and then deal with. And I just made everything worse because I drank to not feel bad anymore, and I just made everything worse. That used to be my biggest fear, like, was to look at my phone after <laughs> a night of drinking. Yeah. You know, because people would. First finding it. Yeah. Happy that you still have your phone. Happy that you have it, and then be like, ah, I don't want to read nothing, yeah. and then leave it till you bust up again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I did that. Like, I did that. Yeah, or like, you know what I mean? Like, you start feeling good again. You're like, then you start getting into that don't care attitude, and then I'm like, okay, yeah, it's time to check it out. Yep. You know, for me, it was it was the same thing, but it was all like, um, like I was always a. You know, you get hung over and then you start getting all these like fears. Kind of like how, how I mentioned earlier is like, oh my God, the cops coming or yeah. somebody's going to get mad at me or, you know, yeah. I did this and now I'm going to have to pay the repercussions. And then you start getting, I started getting afraid. Yep. But then yeah. you start drinking again and you start loosening up. And then after a while, it's that, who cares? Bring it. Yeah. Yeah. Send it. Send it then. And you start getting Send that, that <laughs> kind of a liquid courage type deal. Yeah. But the other thing too that jumped out is uh, um, hate authority figures, oh. hate rules, rules. We, yeah. So, I mean, I always my mentality was all like, you know, rules are for other people. Yeah, you need to follow them rules because there's something wrong with you. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. But of course, I'm king, baby. I'm perfect, and I, yep. I don't need nobody. I don't yep. need nobody now. Give me validation. Yeah. I don't need nobody. Yeah, and then like. Along with that, that went really far for me to, like, even letting people close to me. I'd find something to about them or something and then just start arguing with them and push them away. Yeah. You know, whether it be a relationship or, you know, just a friend or even, like, a family member. Of, like, I just, like, they got too close and they're just, like, it was too getting too friendly. Man, I push them away. Yeah, and, you know, and like today, I got to be mindful of that kind of stuff, especially like for like my supervisors and stuff. You know, I gotta because I see myself starting to think of them a certain way and start nitpicking at the way they walk. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> Why are you yeah. chewing your gum like that? Yeah, because then once you get to that point where you dislike somebody, you know that old meme said. Like when you don't when you don't like somebody, it's like everything they do is you just nitpick at Tries it. Nuts. Look at this mother sucker eating them crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even know how to eat them. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he even laughing like that? Yeah. 
Because you know he has to put cheese on those crackers, <laughs> Ritz. Put some ketchup on those saltines. <laughs> Doesn't he know that tastes better with an ice cold Pepsi? Pepsi. 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 Okay, so next one: King Baby Syndrome and narcissism. While King Baby Syndrome is not identical to narcissism, it is plenty in common with it. It has plenty in common with it. Narcissism is extreme self-centeredness and arrogance. It is, it is normal for young children to be narcissistic. A two-year-old or an infant ought to have this personality because it helps them survive. Narcissism is named after the ancient Greek myth of a man who fell in love with himself after seeing his reflection. Narcissism loves Narcissists loves themselves themselves first. Uh, Freud used the phrase "His Majesty the Baby" to describe adults that never grow out of this self-centered phase. A psychologist would not always diagnose this type of pers- person with narcissistic personality disorder. Often, their negative thought patterns and behavior are not strong enough to justify this diagnosis. To be diagnosed. With a narcissistic personality disorder, a person must meet uh, five out of nine criteria. Psychologists do not diagnose anyone with the NPD unless it is unless it is harm harming themselves or others. So that's a good note. Um, on that note, you know, I fully admit that I, I do have the king baby syndrome, and I think that. Constantly battling that instant gratification is something that I got to do every day. Yeah. And one thing that's really helped me uh, in that other, the other part too, like seeking validation from other people is that it's a cliche from, you know, the rooms, what other people say and do is none of my business. That's really helped me out a lot. Yeah. Like when I heard that, I was just like, boom, you know, Mind blown. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 that, that makes perfect sense because, you know, it, it doesn't have anything to do with me. Unless I did something to hurt somebody's feelings or harm someone else, um, I'll go. I'll be the first one to apologize. Like, my, my, my bad, you know. But outside of that, what people say and do, think, none of my business. I think that's something we all have to come to terms with, too, anyway, is realizing, like, no matter what anybody thinks of us, we're powerless over it. Mm-hmm. That's their perception. You know what I mean? Like For sure. Um, and people always hate on people that are doing less than them. Or more. More than them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the only well, way. It, like, it could be less, too. It could be, yeah. it could be less. Or, you know, the side comments, but. The narcissism, like, I see that all day on Facebook. <laughs> oh, I just fixed this today. I Every day is a new brag. <laughs> and, preach no. it, preach it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, oh, no, I did back. that. I'm a freaking, like, I do all this stuff. And then it's like, no, nah, like, the truly productive people, if you notice, like, aren't out there tooting their own horns. Oh, yeah, yeah, true, and that's true. what I aspire to be like. Yeah. That's why, like, whenever... It comes to like ministering and, and stuff like that. Like I rarely like promo on my own. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I really believe like if God's gonna place me there, then He'll take it up on His own. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like when I have a speaking engagement. Yeah. Especially in the ministry, like because I see it a lot. Like, but then realizing like yo, like it's 
Like, I, I don't want to be. Oh, sorry. I just remember something. Okay. I'll let <laughs> you finish. Me. I'll let you finish. <laughs> but like, not tooting my own horn whenever I have a speaking engagement. For sure. For sure. Because the people that are going to, that really want to be impacted are going to be the ones that are there. Oh, yeah. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you never let them, that thirst and hunger come. Yeah. You know? And eat yeah. drink out of the well. Yeah. That I'm pouring out. That's right. You can lead a horse to water, is. but you can't make him drink. Mm-hmm. No, but, but that's what, like, I mean, but I see it all over. Oh, yeah. No, I was just reminded of a post that uh, Fred did of you preaching, and then, like, it was, like, just a little short, like, 30-second thing, and then your brother jumped on there and said he ain't even trying to preach. <laughs> <laughs> And you're preaching. <laughs> well, I could stop laughing. <laughs> I think that nickname caught on with you. <laughs> From those YouTube videos. Because, man, like, yeah, well, yeah, it's crazy. Funny. He ain't even trying to preach. <laughs> you were preaching. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Good one. But yeah, that, um, so what about you got any feedback on that JC it's not narcissism per se but it's like the tendencies yeah I mean like I well I said it earlier you know um, narcissism is like the extreme but self-centeredness is is probably where I would it's go. pretty extreme too though yeah. oh yeah, yeah and then the the whole when it, when it hurts yourself or others mm-hmm. like I have to relate to that too I mean admittedly you know I like he said I am king baby and I did hurt people close to me, and I did hurt myself yep. just because of that, you know, the the things that go along with it. But when Randy was talking, <clears throat> I thought of a couple different things. And the first thing is, is like, um, oh, what were you saying? I can't remember what you were talking about. But I don't know, but it was probably but it was, but it was real very, wise. It was very wise, very it's profound. Good, probably deep. Is that good? <laughs> but, you know, it reminded me of that saying that uh, only unintelligent people think they're smart. An intelligent person knows they're not smart. Because an intelligent person knows what it takes to actually learn something and know something and and uh Oh but I yeah, that's that kinda goes along with what I was saying. I was saying like I see it all day on social media. Like people saying like, Oh, I did this and doing that and Okay, yeah, that's what that's what realizing like okay, because it's the truly productive people that aren't out there tooting their own you know what I mean? Tooting your own horn. So it 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 just becomes a product of what you're doing, like this is something that you do every day, and that's your life, yep. right? So there's no need to toot your own horn. Yeah. Other people will toot it for you, <clears throat> yes, you sir. know? Yep. Um, but then we see it all day with the false bravado, like, oh, look at me. Look, this is what I did. This is what I did. And I don't know if it's, well, it is self-centeredness, but it's narcissism. Actually, you know what I think that is? is, uh, is uh, Pride. Well, pride, but it's it's probably somewhere along the lines of, I don't know if it's low self-esteem or... Uh, Looking to be validated. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a king baby. Yeah. Because why would, why, would, why would I say all those things if I wasn't waiting for Randy to say, oh, yeah, you are, huh? Yeah. Oh, good job. Yeah. And good job, brother. Man, you're doing real good. And then I see that on social yeah. media, and I'm like, dang, like, bro, get... Oh. And then the other thing I wanted, sorry to mean to cut you off, but the other thing I was. 
happens to me. Happens to me all the time. Everybody always wants to cut me off. You guys always cut me off. Okay, you so guys probably already cut, cut me off, off right five now. times before this even started. <laughs> I was retelling a story earlier, and you guys cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I heard, I heard another, I heard another saying too, and you know, like uh, anger is such a wasted emotion, and I think this goes with, you know, anger, uh, resentment, and. Um, I don't know those those kind of things like you know you, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anger is such a wasted emotion because half the people you oh uh um hate yeah oh hate it goes along with hate so half the people that you hate don't even know it and the other half <laughs> don't even care oh mm. 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 so it's just waste it's wasted yeah and and that kind of goes along to the lines of how you were saying um people are going to talk people are going to say things because they want to bring you down to where, you know, it, you're you're. It seems like you're even with them. Whereas, I think I've said it previously. Whereas too. they're you're the one standing straight, and they're the ones bending over. Yeah, yuck, yuck, pew. No, but I I used to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my filter kicked in. <laughs> my filter kicked in. Uh-huh. Hey, uh-huh. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> but uh, what? I lost my train of thought now. Oh, people will talk, but but it's kind of crazy because even in our active addiction, people talked. I know. And, see, uh, and I think when you come to sobriety, then people are going to talk again. Oh, he thinks he's better than everybody else. Blah, 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 yeah. Well, what's that? What's that one uh, on Tombstone? And he said. You're gonna be a rich man. I never met a, a rich man without a guilty conscience. He says, "Yeah, I already got the guilty conscience. Might as well have the money." Yeah. Hey, if people are gonna Set talk, on tombstone. I, if if yeah. people are gonna talk, I might as well be doing something good. Oh, yeah. Same give them something to talk about. Give you something to talk about. How you like me now? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, I'm kidding. No, I mean, and that's where you know, like, I think I was like, I was so caught up in that, like, what other people thought and stuff, and then like as I got into recovery and then I learned that thing like other people what other people say and do or whatever people say about and think about you is none of your business like man today I don't care you know I do not care yeah I mean it might sting a little bit if I hear something but then I'm just like I let it go it's like whatever all right whatever you don't know they don't know me they don't know empty barrel like that (laughs) you know They don't know I emptied the clip already. <laughs> they don't know I got one in the chamber. <laughs> I thought they were always talking about a literal barrel. <laughs> no, like empty barrel, like the barrel, the chamber. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I mean, I think that's. I mean, there's power in not responding either. Power. Power, power. Yeah. wonder-working power in the blood, in the blood of the land, of the land. Hey, 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 Kunchalala. I didn't say it that time. <laughs> I'm cool with it. But <laughs> I'm in there strength and not responding <laughs> yeah. when people say stuff. Yep. And then when you kind of think, when, and then when they do say stuff, you're like, huh, they're kind of thinking about me, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, But... Love me me or hate me. But the way that I approach that too is like they can't never knock anything that I'm doing because my my home is taken care of. So, so you know, yeah. I mean, I might not. I'm not the perfect man, but yeah, they like they don't. My kid's not going without. 
Mm-hmm. My bills are paid for. Yep. Got insurance on the car. Wow. I made it to work. Word. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, you know, I'm to the point now, if I hear something that somebody said, you know, it comes around to me, like, oh, so-and-so said this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, well, shoot, man, something, something wrong with them. You know, there's something, something going on there, like, Usually someone I don't know or haven't talked to in a long time since talking some schmack. I was like, oh, okay. Dang. But that King Baby Syndrome, I think, probably if I heard something back then, it would cause me to go drink. Oh, yeah. Go drink and then go look for somebody. (laughs) Go look to get in a fight or even jump on social media and call them out. (laughs) It's me that Andy's burden. Let's go. <laughs> I know what's funny is what? I went to uh went to Crow Fair for the day. Yeah. And my dad said, All right, well before you go back I'll buy you dinner and trying to go up to Putts, but their cafe was closed for the day, so we ended up having to go to the arbor. Mm. Barely walked in there. Just walked into the to that circle like that and we were looking for a stand and there's two girls standing there looked like they were gonna go to blows. And they weren't young, they were like they were at least in their twenties or thirties. Antis? And well, not that. <laughs> they were they were they were junior antis. Oh, okay. But anyway, baby, <laughs> baby antis. But anyway, we'll call it the junior anti category. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on deck. Stand by. Did both you guys go to Crow Fair? Mickey Mouse singers. You got the song. Junior anti traditional. Oh, hey, Europe. Both you guys go to Crow Fair? Let me finish. Saturday. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Sorry. So anyway, so we walked in there, and man, they were screaming at each other. It looked like they were going to go to blows. And the only thing I heard was, well, don't be posting about me on Facebook. And I didn't post that about you on Facebook. I just read it on Facebook. <laughs> 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 like, and these Indians love to fight. Not that important. Did they start scrapping them? No, I don't, th- I don't know. Because eventually we went kind of a little ways down, and we stopped at a stand, and we made our order. And then they kind of went. You know how you go between behind those uh, stands? Yeah. Then we seen the rush. You know how the kids just love to rush. Yeah. So they rushed back there. I don't know what they were doing. I don't. I don't know if they were the same two people or what was going on. Well, but they might have. I don't know. Huh? Broad daylight. Don't don't write that about me on Facebook. Don't I just, smack about me. T- say it I to my thought, face. I it say it to my Facebook. <laughs> Uh, junior Antis traditional. Uh, hey, on deck we got the Junior Antis special coming up. Junior Antis. I didn't make it to Grover this year. Oh, you didn't. You didn't go sell snow cones. Uh, no, not this year. We were out this year. Oh, hiatus. Yeah, just I think we're gonna. Well, what I want to do is buy a trailer, buy a buy a like a food truck. Yeah, not a food truck, but yeah, kind of like a trailer that has everything in it. Yeah, that'd be cool. And they just come up to a instead window. of yeah, instead of setting up all the time and tearing down, which Heck is yeah. uh, it gets old. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to buy a trailer. I probably will. That'd be so, cool. Yeah. Like hook up a generator, put on a movie, just yeah. chill, watch yes, Tombstone for once. Yeah. <laughs> and that way, I never put, seen that movie. He's never. I've seen it. I used to watch <laughs> it with my grandpa like back in the day, but it's just like, man, I have a hard time like rewatching movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, mm. I, like if I watched a movie before, like I. I want to sit through You're it done? again. Chances are, I'll probably never sit down and watch it again. Huh? There's some movies because like it's already some, like, oh, I yeah. already know what this is going to be like. Like, you know what I've been watching lately is Equalizer. So I watch Equalizer one with Denzel Washington. Oh, oh, oh. and then I watch Equalizer two last night, and I'm like, oh man, that's dope. Like, that's cool. 
think but that was the first time I've ever really got engaged, man. There, it's my brother just told me it's the only movie that Denzel has starred in a sequel to. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. it's like I guess he never stars in does the sequels, the trilogies, yeah. or anything like that. He doesn't do that, but it's huh. the only one that he did. But number two. It's just as good, if not better, than number one. Mm, that's rare. That's yeah. very rare. That's very rare. Might have to check that out. It is. Very right. recommended. We'll move on to the next one. Uh, King Baby Syndrome and Quitting Drugs. In the 1980s, psychologist Tom Cunningham wrote about the link between narcissistic personality traits and addiction. Uh, such self-centered people will get angry at those that try to help them quit drugs. It was Cunningham who used the term King Baby Syndrome for the first time. Uh, any life change, such as learning a new skill or quitting an addiction, may bring up psychological issues that one will have to confront. Those with King Baby Syndrome often hate authority figures. They may confuse an attempt to help them as abuse. They have likely been through abuse and therefore hate anyone who tries to control or criticize them those with King Baby Syndrome think that the rules are for other people. Thoughts, gentlemen? Oh, man, that whole that whole psychological issues that we have to confront. Mm, mm, mm. That's, that, that was a tough one. I mean, holy cow, just to, to actually open up that closet and see everything in the light of day is just kind of... Yeah. Oh man, that's me. That's that's how I. I mean, that's not me, but that's how I was acting. That's what I was doing. Yeah, and and to clean all that out, it's that's that's a tough task because it's easy for me to say, well, you know, Josiah, you're doing this, and Randy, you you act like that, you know. But it's hard. It's really hard to say. You know what? I do this, and I act like that, and I. I'm the one that caused all this pain and trauma and. and, and, negativity and so that's a tough pill to and swallow that, and that yeah exactly especially when you're in your king baby right oh. you know because nothing's yes. your fault everything every, the world revolves around you but it's nothing's them. your fault it's them yeah. it's, there's a lot of blaming <laughs> and then you know um as far as i don't know that i ever got angry at people that were trying to help me or help me you know uh stop using uh, i probably have i mean i i, I know i have but Man. It was it was more of a, a kind of a fear of those like like I wouldn't go around certain people. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Like I knew um, would say, well man, you're always drinking all the time. You know you need to stop and you know you need to do this. And knock off that BS. Yeah, and and so I, I basically avoided them. Yep. Because I didn't like want to hear. It. Yeah, I didn't want to hear it because then because <laughs> that's reality and I was I was in fantasy land. Man, fantasy land was cool. Yep. At the time. Escaping all responsibilities. I remember one time a relative called me on my stuff and I <laughs> I started yelling at them and I told them, you know, I said, I hope you die, not only die, but I hope you go to hell and burn there for eternity. <laughs> <laughs> Just because they're calling me on my stuff. That I was drinking tough. too much and that I was gonna, you know, end up drinking myself to death. That was you know, uh Almost said denying my kids, but what am, what am I neglecting my kids? Yeah, yeah neglecting, <coughs> neglecting said, your responsibility. They were throwing truth in my face, and I, I wish that they would burn in hell for eternity. 
I said it too. And and those <laughs> that, that those defense mechanisms. That's tough, right? huh? Yeah. Those just automatic defense mechanisms that we've developed over time to protect that thing that we held so dear. Yep. Yep. I, I think that was one of my biggest struggles was hating authority figures. Mm. I hated judges. I hated cops. I hated anybody that had any type of authority over me. Teachers. Teachers, like I rebelled in school. My, I wasn't a problem child, but I was always the kid that was like cracking jokes, clowning, and clowning, and you know what I mean. I found the funny in any everything. Yeah, oh. and if there was nothing funny, I made something funny. Yep. Um, and, and was <laughs> yeah, just really do that. <laughs> <laughs> but really got good at it, and then like growing up into my adult years, like man, I hated like even police. Like I used to think like. Damn me out here, like, stopping me. Like, I'm drinking. I ain't doing nothing. I ain't hurting nobody. I'm smoking weed. Like, this weed's mine. Like, I ain't hurting nobody. I'm doing dope. Like, I'm putting this poison in my body. I ain't hurting you. Not realizing that all my choices affected my family relationships and my family dynamics. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but girlfriends, like, all, all that. Like, it destroyed everything. Yeah. It basically took everything from me, and I still saw them as the problem and not me. Yep. You know, and then even down to like having bosses, like even to my previous engagement, like my previous employment, like I didn't have a problem with the bosses, but that was the longest I've ever had a job was almost four years. That's why I've always gone into like entrepreneurship because it was hard for me to take orders from somebody. Mm, mm, And I don't know if that came from like my dad dying when I was young or you know what I mean? Or if I just hated cops, like. Just having that thug mentality. Um, but it got to the point, like, now where I'm like, man, like, and then and then becoming a Christian and everything in the kingdom is backwards. You know, like submitting and, and, and just really sitting under somebody that I can study from, uh, learn from. Mm-hmm. It's basically like becoming a kid but not having childlike tendencies. True. Um and then seeing that, like, now, like, the fruit of my choices. Yeah. Having a job. Now that, now I have, like, I'm thinking about today, like, having a job that I truly enjoy. Like, I remember it was crazy because I was, I had an appointment today, and I had to be there but at a certain time. And when I was leaving, I looked at the clock, and it was, like, quarter after three. And I'm like, man, I remember, like, my previous job, I'm like, I used to wait till about two, three o'clock and be like, all right, only an hour and a half left, only counting down the yeah, time to yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, man, like I didn't even check the time until now, like in my job because I was doing something like, you know what I mean? Like had a nice productive day today at the, at the, at the, in the field. And I was like, man, like God, thank you for putting me in this position, like to be able to make a difference in people's lives. Knowing where I came from made me appreciate the moment more. Like, does that make sense? True. Um, Still kind of fight with that, uh, the whole authority thing, but it's not as big of a problem as it used to be. Mm -hmm. And and just seeing that people in authority are just doing their job. Word. Um, Yeah. So that's where I come from on that. I just didn't like people telling me what to do. And it's still like that, though. Like, and, 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 and then to find myself in an environment where you can't, be, you can't do anything, you can't have anything, you can't be anything 
unless someone else lets you. Yeah. I mean, they tell you when to go to sleep. They tell you when to eat. Mm. They don't tell you when to go to sleep. Well, you know what I mean. But they lock you in when you go to sleep. Tell you when to turn the lights off. When it's bedtime. (laughs) Betty bye. Technically, you don't have to go to sleep if you don't want to. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You ever go to sleep? (laughs) You ever go (laughs) night-night? I'm just messing with this guy. (laughs) Fuck. Don't let that go. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But anyway, you know what I mean? Like, to find yourself in that environment and then to get out and then you still got things that I have to do. Otherwise, I'll go back. Yeah. Um, it's such, I mean, that's got to be, like, one of the biggest ironies of of this whole thing. It's like, I don't like people telling me what to do. And yet, I put myself in a position where I can't do anything without permission. That mm. makes sense. So... I mean, and that's that's what that's what it's going to lead to for a lot of people. And I just I want them to avoid that. I want them to be able to to live life to the fullest and the freest that they can. And the only way to do that is by following the rules. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it makes that, a lot of sense. That's just I don't know. I just. <laughs> kind of makes sense Like the very thing That you're fighting Is actually what you Is what you're headed for Finally surrender to Yeah You know what I mean yeah. Like you're like Don't like authority Don't like being told to do But your actions And your traces Are leading to You do That situation that Where you have no choice like, But to Like yeah The most extreme huh. uh, It's like taking a horse To water And being Grabbing that horse And just <laughs> Yeah You know yeah, what I mean Yeah, yeah. No, that that that's crazy because I see that, you know. Like I said, um, <clears throat> the pre-release crowd is the one that comes to the White Eagle talking circles a lot. The majority of the attendees are pre-release people. Yeah, and you know, with this talk about King Baby, and then a lot of a lot of addicts are, you know, we are King Baby. We have the King Baby syndrome, and then to go through that process. Um, of coming out of incarceration where they tell you, you know, everything, what to do. And there's just like real um, extreme authority over you. But you're a king baby. You come out and you finally get that freedom. But then you do stuff to get sent back to that. That's just like wow to me. Yeah. You know? Um, That's the, I, I th- well, I'm sorry to mean to cut no, you off. Go for it. I think one of the things that. We learned in those those programs when we're going through that is um, that that uh, core belief, that false core belief yeah. of um, you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to do what I want. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that kind of that kind yeah. of mentality. And and there's such a like before I had such a resistance to, well, you got to do this and you can't do that. And then you know, well, why, 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 why? Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I just realized that. Whether I'm right or wrong, is, is, is that doesn't make any difference. It's yeah. what I have to do. Yep. You know, whether it's fair or not, that doesn't make any difference. It's what I have to do. If I want to maintain, you know, what I've built up to this point and then even to get more tomorrow. Yeah. It kind of goes back to that, you know, now that we're walking the red road, that just that saying, the cliche, 
Do you want to be right or you want to be happy? Um, and like what all the times that I've chose to be right, I just sabotaged everything. I want to be right and happy. Yeah. <laughs> I want my cake and eat it too. <laughs> oh, that's so crazy. Um, yeah, just like one more example that like there's this individual or several individuals last year in the pandemic, you know, at the pre-releases, they couldn't leave for like nothing except for work. You know? Yeah. So they were sick and tired of that, of being cooped up over there. So they walked away and got caught within a couple of days and had to go back to incarceration where they can't get out at all at any time. And I'm just like, what's the, what's the thinking behind that? But I think you answered that. It's like, you're not going to tell me what to do. I'm going to do what I want. But uh, that's, that's just crazy to me. Which is crazy. Which is like these inmates there. I shouldn't say inmates, but like the people there kind of have it down to a science because if you just walk away, you, they know you're just going to get like a standard sentence, like a year. Yeah. Or whatever. It's up to 10, right? For escape. Yeah. But then most of them just get like a year added on. Yeah. Isn't it? It's, yeah. I think usually. Well, and, and the thing with that is, though, is it's consecutive. So you have to finish what you're doing. Then you oh, get that they add the no. It's consecutive. The, but and then the other thing too is that if you try to apply for a pre-release and they see that, they're going to say no. You're, yeah. So you're going to sit your time out. But a lot of them do come back though. I don't know. That no, no. You're right because I saw somebody that did that last year actually just got released during Crow Fair. Oh yeah. You know, they, I mean, yeah. they, it's possible that they might, but it, I, I highly doubt. But it. I don't think they came to pre-release here. Yeah. Oh, Probably just, just set they time just out. their time and yeah. done. I think it's easier, though, if you do that and then you just kind of go back and then you do your time and then you yeah. get out. Yeah, and then, like, the thing that was mind-boggling to me, mind-bottling, my mind was in a bottle about it, <laughs> was that, uh, that's a reference to a movie you guys didn't catch. <laughs> anyway, um, like, sort of their complaint was that they couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. So they walked away, got caught, went back to prison where they can't leave at all in a more restrictive environment <laughs> yeah and that's that whole shooting yourself in the foot is like I, I, I I'm guilty of it before I didn't walk away from pre-release but as soon as I was done I started doing the things the same things that got me sent there in the first place you know what I mean yeah drinking maybe they were comfortable there though yeah and I think that's kind of playing into like what we were talking about tonight that king baby that just that that authority was over them so strong there and like, they just sabotaged that whole thing and, like, went there. Yeah, it's just crazy. So and I did, though, but there was this guy, right, in my previous employment. Mm-hmm. Um, so this employee from here would take these people there. And, man, he was a douchebag. <laughs> like, even to me. Like, and I'm a worker. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And he's just this dude that just a regular guy doesn't have no authority. I mean, well, obviously he has authority here, but yeah, kind of held himself like he was in law enforcement or something. And he was a punk, man. And that's that's the other thing too is there's there's a there's a lot of those. Yeah, oh, yeah and yeah. and I had a conversation with him, and he asked me, "How did you straighten up?" I said, "Man, I used to be like that," and kind of gave him my short my story in a short way, and then yeah, he's like, and I said. And then he goes, well, what? And I told him, I said, man, at the end of the day, I realized these people are just like me. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. 
And he goes, yeah. I said, I was one of them. Yeah. I said, but I changed my life. Yeah. Well, you know you don't ever see that over here. I'm like, yeah, bro. You're not but looking. Yeah, but yeah. I said, but I am one of them. I didn't yeah. go to pre-release, but see, I am one of yeah, those ones yeah. that became a success. Yeah. yeah. And see, though, somebody like that is going to completely blow it for everybody else that comes along like uh, Janice. Yeah. Remember how Janice was talking about yeah. you know, what, the way she was interact with those uh, ladies over at um, uh, the passages. 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 Yeah. I wanted to say snossages for some reason. And that guy was yeah. a punk, man. <laughs> yeah. but so, and he was just an employer. Yeah. yeah, employee. Like he's just a, what is it? What do they call them? TAs? CA. Oh. CA. That's all he was. Oh, uh, okay. What and I know. Then, oh, okay. And then just. Yeah, people get that little bit of power and they just turn into the biggest douchebags. Yep. Anyway, you were saying about Janice and the passages. Yeah. Um, so they they they're just going to ruin it. Then, so if 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 I run into this this douchebag that's you know on a power trip, and then I run into Janice later on, I'm going to think then she's just like this dude. So, oh, yeah. forget this guy. Yeah. So, you know. Or you know, you, I know what you're up to. You know, you you you're just trying to get me to go back. You're just trying to send me. But that's another thing. Yeah, is that no. that uh, 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 almost a self fulfilling prophecy? Paranoia. You, you're trying to send me back. You guys are putting all these rules in my way so that I can fail, and then now I have to go back. So you know what? Psh, screw it. I'm gonna do it my way. I'm not even gonna try at all. Yep. Yeah, and that's all part of the king baby syndrome. There's a lot more to this article that. I think we're going to have to do a part two, go over that. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely, because there's like six different types of king babies that are identified in this article. That How many? Six. So we'll do that in part two in the coming future here before we hit that 52. But, um, yeah, I want to just say thank you guys for um, providing your perspectives, you know, your feedback on king baby syndrome. And, like, for me – I just seen myself in all of this, all this, you know, and how it contributed to my addiction. And yeah, it was just kind of, it was good, you know, uh, to look at myself and remind myself that this is, you know, how I could be again if I'm not careful and not, you know, keeping my side of the street clean, not walking the red road, not utilizing my accountability people, not utilizing these two gentlemen here. Whenever I'm faced with something that I feel like I cannot handle, just bouncing it off them, seeing what they think. Or even just venting to them. These guys are really good to vent to because then I think half the time they're not even listening. But <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> I just played. <laughs> no, it's all good, though. Welcome and to my world. Yes. <laughs> and then just kind of closing thoughts on part one of the King Baby Syndrome. Go around the horn. Well, you know what's crazy is... Uh, we're talking about King Baby Syndrome, and there were times when I was reading it and kind of reflecting on it, and then I kept thinking, well, oh, man, that's so-and-so, or that's just like that person, yep, or that's how this person acts. But then I'm thinking, whoa, 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 there it is. There yep. it is right there. Everybody mm-hmm. but me. I'm, and then so I started running right into King Baby. Running right into King Baby, well, you know, reflecting on King Baby, and then I realized, you know, this this is me. This is, I mean, I can only offer what my experience was with it. <gasps> Uh, if I do see it in other people, that's them. I can't, you know, I cannot. That's I, them and not me. I got I to gotta be able to help yeah. others, but, you know, I, I, I got to focus on myself. And so I, I was just guilty of, 
I have to admit I was guilty of saying, oh, well, that's, oh, that was Josiah. I know. That one was Randy. You know, not, not <laughs> specifically, you know, but I just, you know, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's how I was thinking about it. You know, there was a couple of times I caught myself and I thought, yeah, you got to stop that. I know. But anyway, yeah, like you said, I could see myself in everything. A lot of that. I just, whew. Yeah, it's definitely um, a good eye opener, a good reminder. Kind of, kind of scary how it just jumped out at me and it's like, yeah, you, buddy. You and Amir there. That's you, buddy. What about you, Randy? Any kind of closing thoughts on part one of King Baby? Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Well yeah, said. Well I said. agree. I agree with everything you guys said. Not only, is, not only is he eloquent, he's articulate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's, it's striking how much of it is describing me and my actions. Mm. Not only previously, but even now. Mm. And realizing, like, man, every day is an opportunity to grow. Wow. And yep. and not being so down on myself when I do fail, but giving myself the same grace that I show others. Yep. Um, but it is, like, it, it's kind of it's humbling um, to realize that there is a term for how I acted and how I have been. Um, but also on the bright side, like, there's so much more room to grow. True. And... and just taking account, being accountable, mm. you know, accountability for how I act and how I respond yeah. instead of being reactive and, and, uh, doing things in a negative way. Yeah. So being considerate of others, um, JC was kind of saying like what I see in them and, and, <laughs> and I think like to expound on that is like, if I see it in them, then it's probably in me. Mm. Yeah. You know, yep. and if the reason that's why it's magnified is it's always easier to see it in them than it is in you. Yep. It's hard, but these days it's a lot easier to look in the mirror than it used to be. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which is like crazy, like, and I never fail to say it, like, but now my greatest possession is the peace that I possess. Mm-hmm. And, and that alone is, is worth everything. That's right. Taking baby, like taking, kind of controlling that, like self-control. Yeah. Yeah, like saying, oh, that's what I would, that's what I would have done. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? When, yeah, so yeah, yeah that's, that's what I got. I think it's good, and I'm looking forward to expounding on the next five or six characteristics of the King Baby Syndrome. Yes, sir. Got to take that plank out of your own eye. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. Of yes. a needle. So with that, um, that wraps up our King Baby um, part one. And part two will be coming here in the next couple of weeks here. Um, we got a special guest coming in next week. Um, so... We'll do that when we get there. Um, can I get some horns real quick? I need some horns. All right. Uh, hey. Yeah, we just went through, um, um, what was it, Crow Fair. And that was pretty, like you were talking about, Randy. It's kind of, you didn't even make it down there, huh? No. Yeah. I made it down one day. Um, I just kind of really didn't feel like going. But I just went down one day because I got called upon to go. Uh, sing some sacred songs around the drum circle. How was it? 
Uh, it, was, it was all right. It didn't feel like Crow Fair to me. And, uh, but it, I mean, it was, it was cool to kind of go and then like, I just like seen a bunch of people, like how it is, you know, you see a bunch yeah. of people that you know, kind of catch up and everything. So that part was kind of cool. But, you know, as soon as I got there, I was like, all right, I just want to do this thing and leave. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like, I mean, that's kind of how it was ever since my, uh, my mom's mom passed away. Crow Fair hasn't been the same. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like, we have, like, my grandma's camp isn't the same how no. it used to be. Yeah. And it's kind of unwelcoming. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not a, like, yeah, so we, I don't even partake in it. Um, but I do love to to look around. But with everything that was going on, like, even like, I was thinking about the fair food. We didn't even go to the fair. Oh, you didn't even go to the fair? No. And it's, huh. um, I took my daughter, like, to... Other, like, we went out on a date. We went and had her enjoy a different arcade and oh, kind of nice. spoke with her. Not not that we were scared of it, but then it's just like, okay, like, let's just be a little bit wise and protect ourselves. Yeah, for sure. You so, know? So, so, so. Um, Especially and then, with numbers going up with the pandemic. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So, it was like. COVID, I mean. Yeah. And, and not that we didn't have fun, but we just kind of hung out with friends and family and. We we're kind of actually looking forward to our future camping trip. Nice, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of like we kind of compromised there. Asked her what she wanted to do. She told me, and then like like I said, uh, Jubilee wasn't on this year, so we didn't go. Don't have anything against the Crow Fair, but it was just like, what are we gonna do? Like, I would rather hang out at home and be comfortable there. Yeah, true. Then go down there and not have nowhere to kick it. Oh yeah, true. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Like, I didn't want to be down there all day. I love people, work with people 24-7, but, <laughs> man, I got to take a break sometimes. Oh, yeah, true. True, yeah. true, 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 yeah. A lot of chilling, a lot of chilling. Yes, sir. about you? How was your Crow Fair experience? Uh, it, was, it was all right. The, the, I went down there Saturday, and it rained. Like, yeah. Like, the that was real weird. downpour. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Oh, that yeah. too. Okay. <laughs> Campground needs a little bit of work, yeah. so that's something to keep in mind for next year. Got to see the parade. Yeah, uh, went to the arbor and ate, and then you know got to see a couple, hear a couple songs, watch some teen categories. The junior uh, aunties. The junior aunties. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I like. Hey, that. what age are juniors? Uh, just teenage. Oh, junior oh no, cat- no, junior categories are like the. Young uh, adults t- between tiny tots and teenagers. Okay, <clears throat> and then uh, after that, uh, one of those district princesses had a men's grass dance, grass grant grass dance special. Oh, yeah. nice! I couldn't get that one out, so we watched <laughs> that. They played five songs, and then wow, they whittled them down. Uh, homeboy was over there. Uh, um, Leo. Oh, was he? Yeah, he picked number. Th- I think it was third Leo's, place. Leo's. Um, oh, was he, he dancing? No, no, he was. Oh, was a judge? Yeah. Or he was singing. He went out there and grabbed the third place, and then they ended up with one. Just the first place winner was by himself at the at like the last start. Right, dead tired too. Yeah, five songs. Five songs. Yeah. Hey, calves are burning. My uh, calves are burning. <laughs> so it that. was pretty cool. I mean, it was all right, but um, it it seemed like there was just it wasn't complete. You know, uh, what I mean? forced. 
Yeah, it was like. It was, yeah. it was I don't think it's the, the right time to go. It was just no. something in the air. Yeah. Yeah, especially without rain and then the stuff. It's crazy. I don't never remember it raining that bad. No, no, not ever. It rained, remember, a couple years ago? Maybe like three years ago? Yeah, like three years ago. Like Saturday, and then Sunday was back to 100 degrees. Yeah. It was just like weird. But not like this. I Mm. went over there Sunday morning, and uh, my brother said he was just now getting up, and I was like, what are you doing? It's late. You shouldn't you already had your horses watered and all this and that? And he goes, man, I was up till 4 o'clock last night. And I I started teasing him. He said, what were you doing? Yeah. Out there hanging out and catting around in the bushes. Catting around. But he said he had to stay up all night and push that water out. <laughs> out, out of the tarps on top. Yeah. Said he sat there, fought with it until about 4 o'clock. Man, I bet that was uncomfortable, huh? Those teepees and uh, stuff. I bet, yeah. Started getting muggy. Man, just yuck. Yeah, kind of swampy. Yeah, and that last crow fair, there's like salamanders that would come in. Salamanders? Yeah, we found one, like two of them. Dang. I've never seen a salamander over there. Yeah. I don't think. It well, literally kinda... rained on our parade, parade this year. Yeah. I saw a guy take my joke and hijack it. Did he? Yeah. Didn't yeah. even like mine. Didn't even hop oh, on I mine. I hate that. I hate that. I dog, hate I'm that. like, dog, at least give me props. Give me some props. Yeah. Share his post. Share yeah. his post, man. <laughs> That's why I started putting my name on my memes that I make. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. And then did you know that you, when you do that, then hardly anybody yeah. likes it? Yeah, hardly anybody likes it. Hardly anybody shares it. Yeah. Even though it's funny. <laughs> but, but if you like. Uh, I think they're funny. <laughs> But if you um, leave it blank, then man, mad people will jack it. Yeah, mad people will jack it. Yep. Come up with your own stuff, eh? I know. But anyway, that was a good episode. You know, a lot of good information on King Baby. It was good yes, to sir. have uh, Councilman Yakowicz in the house, our uncle, my uncle. And, um, no, I thank you guys for bringing it. And it was good, you know, episode 43. You know, we got nine more episodes until we get to the year. Hey, can I tell you a story real quick? Yeah. <laughs> Buzz for real. This, this, this is on my mind. But I, so, I went to Albertsons today to get lunch, and um, I noticed there was this lady that was this white lady. That she was really rushing around that store, and I don't know what she was doing. Here, she only came out with one thing, anyway. Yeah, a chocolate milk. But she's really <laughs> rushing, like like you know, practically running. Yeah, and uh, she tried to come. Out. I was going. You know, they have exit doors, and then they have entrance doors. Oh yeah, yeah. So, Supposedly, yeah. yeah. But I came. I was coming out that that exit door, and then she was rushing out of that one that you're supposed to go into. Yeah. <laughs> and she had one. Of, remember how like natives do? They cut their sleeves off, but they cut the slit way down. <laughs> oh there. yeah, yeah. It was way down there, and then nothing underneath except for her brazier. native bathing yeah. suit. Bathing suit. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> she was trying to rush past that sliding door and grabbed her. Come here! Grabbed her shirt like because her shirt was flapping. Yeah. Come here, and she basically almost walked out of it, like, <laughs> she, like a half a shit whip, and she one, one leg went up. And I, man, bro, I I don't. I was the only reason why I brought it up is because I laughed out. I started laughing. I started point. I kind of pointed at her, and I started cracking up, and she gave me those snap eyes. And I don't know, man. Like I I felt bad afterwards. Like, should I have laughed at that? <laughs> Did she almost have like one of those vest type deals? <laughs> but it was so funny because I, I I noticed I probably would bust out laughing too. The, yeah. the only reason why I noticed her is at first is because she's rushing around. She was man, looked like she was in like in a big hurry and then she's she having a bad day, she hey? Tried to come out that, door, that door grabbed her shirt and said, 
get over here. Did she fall down? Uh-uh, she, uh. she almost did. One of her legs kind of kicked up in the air. <laughs> and Doesn't I, it seem like that when you're having a bad day then something stupid oh, like that happens? Yeah. I started like, laughing at her, and then she just looked at me, and man, if looks could kill, they would have to marry me twice. Dang, dang. Oh, that reminded me of this time when um, I was walking into this gas station, Town Pump, and I went in the first door, and then I was going in the second door, and then I opened it, and there's like this young lady walking out. And she's like looking at her phone. She's walking really fast. So I stepped off to the side and I held the door open for her. And the door behind me goes outside, but it opens like towards Inside. you. You have to pull it. So I opened the door and then she she like walked by me and she just kind of looked up at me and kind of snap eyes me and like went around really went went around me really fast to that door to go outside and man she ran right into it boom <laughs> and she went ah, and like fell down and I just busted out laughing I was thinking like <laughs> instant karma and, and, I just, see, <laughs> and that's and that's the thing too that I was gonna ask you guys was it bad for me to start laughing at her <laughs> no, I, I don't think so because I probably would laugh if I did yeah. something like. That too. I'd laugh at myself. <laughs> like, but I cracked up, and man, she was like scurrying around trying to find her phone. I just walked oh, inside. Oh man, I just—I would have laughed. That reminds me of uh, one of my buddies during the—we uh, were in Crow in June, and and uh, it was in church. Yeah, and it was those plastic chairs. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> 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 He was sitting on it in the middle of the service. It was transitioning, so it was like dead silence in that service, right? (laughs) 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 Bro, like out of the blue, it went. <laughs> that chair exploded, man. Oh. I, man, I just left the platform and I was coming in the back, and man, I busted out laughing. I took off on that. He's just sitting on the ground. And everybody else was rushing to help him. He really got up. He goes, What is that chair made out of? <laughs> I know how he feels. I know how he feels. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) Me and him busted out laughing, but I laughed because I've done that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I would have laughed too. When uh, when, when, when Josiah did it, he did it in stages. Down in the hot room. Yeah, I missed that one. (laughs) JC and Superman just looked at me. (laughs) What did what did Superman say? He's like. He's trying to figure out a way to stop it with his mind. <laughs> it looked like he almost did a couple times. <laughs> I know. But kept on going. It's went with it after. <laughs> but later on during the service, like when the service is almost wrapping up, this other guy came in. <laughs> and we we're all standing in the back, bro. Like yeah. we're standing there and we're still laughing about it. And he walked up and like, whoa. He was on Facebook Live. Yeah. Oh, what happened to that chair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was still there. It was like all there. like jacked up. <laughs> okay, so 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 in, so in all fairness, I don't know if I told you guys this one yet, but no, I fairness, don't. It's not bad to laugh. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll tell you one about myself. Okay, and, and so uh, one crow crow fair. Um, I got thrown in right the yeah. night before, and then they don't let you leave until. It, you clean up and do yeah. all this. Man. Yeah. But I was walking back to the camp, man. I was sick as a dog hung over, man. I had the shakes and just nervous. And, yeah. 
and I was just now crossing that bridge over the river, and you know how they they do the that over oh, the the cannonball, yeah, the cannonball for the um, uh, granite right. tree. Yeah, I was walking across that bridge, and then all of a sudden. Boom! And holy cow, I just jumped. Ah! <laughs> just about had a heart attack. We hung over. Yeah, I hung over. And right then, man, a carload of girls drove by with their windows open. All you could just hear was. <laughs> oh man, I couldn't. I couldn't help it. I laughed too. I started. All right, you got me. You got me. This thing they probably seen you around the arbor too. Hey, there's that guy. He's really doing the walk of shame. Got scared. (laughs) Because I I mean, I know I literally like jumped. Like it scared the hell out of me. And then you can just hear him drive by. (laughs) Just tackling. He got me. (laughs) Did you really see him? I probably talked about it for years. Probably they probably still, still talk about it. Right Every time they cross that bridge, eh? or they hear that um, boom. I know. Remember that one time? Remember that one guy? Buzz, I heard he's the sensei of the Arrow Creek Cobra Kai now. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Episode Billy C is officially wrapped up. Yes, sir. Billy C in the house. Next week is going to be Barry O. No, 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 it's not, huh? No, it's not Billy C. It's a Bush. George G.W. Yeah, George W. It's a w. 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 Texas. Okay, I was going to say something, but I won't. It was the line from Full Metal Jacket about Texas. Pascal Siakam episode. Yes, sir. Yeah, he is 43. What's your major malfunction, numb nuts? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, to all our listeners out there, you are the most important part of our podcast, and we appreciate you, and we love you. Please continue to listen, download, subscribe, share with all your aunties and uncles, the cousin that owes you money, your mommies and daddies, siblings, everybody. Um, with that, unspoken words is peacing out. Shinnick. Deuces. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, aka Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.